entrance of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshola Scala. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. for your kindness we thank you for all that you do for us Lord as we've come into your presence today we pray that Lord you speak to us we pray that you heal us let miracles happen in our midst in the name of Jesus give us more testimonies than we can count In the name of Jesus, oh God, thank you, Holy Spirit. We want to pray briefly before I start preaching today. All right, so turn your Bible to 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse number 9. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. Can we read it together today? Ready? Go. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. You are about to be more honorable than the rest of the people amongst your brethren. I don't don't know whether you heard that, but I'm going to say it again. I said you are about to become more honorable than your brethren. Amen. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. Verse 10. So, you you see that sometimes, some people tell that, as for me, my house is not good. I know good things happen. It's just that it's my house. That is not good. Hallelujah. But your story is going to change. Your story is going to change. Your story is going to change. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me. Amen. Blessing is important. And that is why usually when we are praying, I'll say, Lord, I pray for them that you bless them. Amen. Yeah. So you have this testimony where this thing, a blessing you are not expecting, you've not calculated for, or anything like that. You to your own is coming. In the name of Jesus. So you see that the first thing he said is that bless me. Bless me. 
What you need is a blessing. What you need is a blessing. So bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. Amen. When your coast is small, there's very little you can do. When your money is small, there's very little you can do. There are so many things in our lives. When the thing is small, even your car, when the engine is small, do you get it? So he said, enlarge my coast. As we are going to spend some time praying, may the Lord enlarge your coast. And that thy hand might be with me. He said, Lord, the way it is, even my name means sorrow. So if your hand is not with me, if your hand is not with me, you see, you had the first testimony, the whole world. All, you see, the, the people who should not get the COVID are those who are not in the world. And they've all been vaccinated. Hallelujah. But the one who didn't get the COVID was the one who's the hand of the Lord. The, the hand of the Lord was with. The one who didn't get the COVID. God, they should have all, they should have all been inside. But when, he so, said, so, he said, bless me indeed, enlarge my coast, and may your hand be with me. So, you see, you may do vaccination, yes, and you should do. Even me, I've done vaccination. But what I want to tell you is that if God's hand is not with you, you will still get And if you get it and the hand of the Lord is not with you, you will die. So it is very important that the hand of the Lord is with us. Amen. Uh -huh. So don't listen to people who have been preaching. Eh, even when you do that thing, that is even when you get it. So don't do it. Don't listen to such people. But because your bishop, I've had injections myself. Yes, I've had COVID medications, done immunization. I do all those things. But what I'm trying to show you is that in spite of all that, if the hand of the Lord is not with you, you are joking. And Jabez knew this thing. So he prayed that, Lord, <laughs> I, I, I'm not waiting to see what will happen. Please, may your hand be with me. Okay? Good. Yeah. And that thy hand might be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me. May the Lord keep you from evil. That it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Hallelujah. Amen. Just for about three minutes, you want to pray this prayer for yourself. That Lord, Number one, do what? Bless me indeed. Number two, enlarge my coast. Number three, your hand, let it be with me. Eh? And number four, keep me. Number five, keep me from evil. Number six, that evil doesn't grieve me. And then what will happen? God will grant the request. Are you ready to pray? We don't have time, so just about three minutes. Lift up your voice everywhere and pray don't pray to yourself pray to the Lord open your mouth and pray 
the Lord is doing something. Enlarge my coast. Enlarge my coast. Oh God, bless me. Bless me indeed. And enlarge my coast. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Enlarge my church. Enlarge my council. In the name of Jesus. Bless me indeed. In the name of Jesus. Lord, may your hand be with me. May your hand be with me and may your hand be upon me to keep me in the name of Jesus. Oh God, keep me from evil, Lord. Lord, may evil and failure not grieve me because your hand is with me to keep me and because you've blessed me indeed and because you've widened my coast. Take this prayer seriously. Enlarge my coast. Lord, enlarge my coast. Enlarge my coast. Everybody. See, sometimes it's those who need help the most who don't even pray. Everybody here in the front, in the back, everybody lift up your voice and say, Lord, enlarge my coast. Bless me. May your hand be with me. A lot of people have died in my family. Let your hand be upon me and keep me. Even if you don't know how to pray, just uh, uh, God, let your hand may your hand, bless me. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my coast. Just read the words and pray them to the Lord. Lift up your voice.
Why not lift up your right hand as you are praying? Just lift up your right hand. Lord, bless me. I've lifted my hand. Lord, bless me. I am the one. I am the one. Bless me. I am the one. Enlarge my coast. I am the one. Bless me. I am the one. Let your hand be with me. Just lift up your hands to the Lord. Just worship Him in your heart. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor. Praise your name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We pray that you'll be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You may be seated. Give the Lord a shout. I didn't hear that. I said give the Lord a shout. How many believe in the beautiful love of the Lord? Amen. I saw only two hands. The rest, are we here? All right. I want to see every hand. Okay. Beautiful. We are continuing our journey in um, faith secrets. Amen. And um, before I preach today, you, you want to go around observing Koto protocols, but you want, to, you want to welcome somebody to church? So just go around observing Koto protocols and welcome somebody to church. Let somebody feel welcome. Put your phone in your pocket before you leave. Your seat, by the way. But welcome somebody. Let, let, let us feel some love in this place.
Are you happy to be in church? All right. Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 to 15. Uh, Emmanuel, quickly and come back, whatever it is. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. Hmm. And it has ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. You know, you get to a point in life. Are you listening to me? Those at the back find somewhere to sit. Too, many move, too much movement. Ushers, I can see some few empty spaces. Bring people to sit down. No movement. Just for a few minutes. By the way, you are blessed. Uh -huh. so, so the next time I say you are blessed, don't say it's nothing. Because it's something. Yeah. Ushers, do your work. No movement at the back. Just a few minutes of preaching. Okay? You know, when, when you grow, when you grow to a certain point, you know, it's like you've seen life. Amen. I remember the second time I tried to raise somebody from the dead. I went to the Comfort. How many know the Comfortanoche teaching hospital? Give me a wave if you know you know the hospital. So Noche teaching hospital is the Kolebu in Kumasi. Okay? And I went to the mortuary because my father had passed away the previous day. And uh, I think I was in Nigeria then. And for some reason I've come to Accra. So it was like I was on my way back to Kumasi when I got a call that, oh, they are sending my father to hospital. And I even spoke to my father and said, oh, I'm going to the hospital. I couldn't sleep very well, but don't worry. Everything will be okay. And then I said, okay. Then I said, I'm coming. So when I got to Confanoche, my father had passed away. You know, so I, I remember when I heard my, my senior brother and my senior sister, they were there. So I walked away. When I walked away, I cried. And then I came back. So the following day, when we got there, I said, I'm going to the mortuary to raise my father from the dead. Right. So <laughs> when I got to the hospital, then we told the, I don't know whether it's the pathologist or whoever, then that we are coming to pray. I said, I said oh, they, they come all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what the doctor said. They, they, they come all the time. They come and pray and they don't wake up and they go. <laughs> you see, and the doctor is like, now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Because from what we've experienced in life and things that have happened, it doesn't look like anything will become any better. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And many of us are here because sometimes, even in your family, when you look at it, uh, my grandpa did only middle school. Those days, we used to have middle school. Middle school from four. That, that's the highest. After that, after class six, no, nobody goes anywhere. You know, and even me, I'm fortunate. 
and I've finished a JHS. And now, the way it is, even if I go and say that I want to do it, I say, ah, are you even your grandfather did from for what? Where are you going? Amen. Hey. Are there people like that here? I want to tell you that your story is about to change. That's, that's what I've come to tell you. And your story is going to change. Yeah. You see, the, 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 there's going to be a difference between those who serve the Lord and those who serve him not. There's going to be a difference. There's going to be a difference. I said there's going to be a difference. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your right hand. Everybody. Say, I am that difference. No, shout it out loud. I am that difference. Shout it out loud. I am that difference. You are going to be that difference. In some families, maybe they just give birth. Nobody really marries properly. Even as you are coming to tell them that I want to marry, it's a strange concept in the family. Ah, why? Just impregnate and then let's go and then they go and do whatever and then what is this you are, you are saying? But your story is about to be different. You that same person. After you've married the right way, the same people who were they'll come and say that hey, you've actually in, in my language, what they'll say that you've honored the family by doing the right thing. I'm telling you. I want you to know that history may be a teacher, experience may be a teacher, and I can assure you that these are all teachers we fall on. The teacher of history and the teacher of experience. But they are not the best teachers. They are not the ultimate teachers. History is not the teacher that can seal your faith. Experience is not the teacher that can seal your faith. Are you here with me? And that's what I've come to teach you tonight, today. That, you see, do not live your life to the circumstances around you. Do not live your life to the experiences around you. Do not live your life to what has been normally happening in the family. I want you to come to a place where you can believe God for your story to be different. Lift up your right hand again and say, I want you to actually shout, my story will be different. Hey. And yes, your story will be different. So even though these guys, um, Abraham was old and the wife is also old. They say they're going to have a child. It's like everything is against them. But their story is about to be different. Lift up your right hand again. We are all prophesying together. Everybody, put your phone down. Don't WhatsApp at this time. And shout, my story will be different. My story will be different. 
My story is changing. My story is changing. I will not end the way everybody ends. I'm going to end the way God wants me to end. And because of that, I know that my story is different. Give the Lord a shout. Verse 12. Therefore Sarah laughed. Like, like how this doctor laughed. The doctor laughed. I said, look, I'm a pastor, you know. I said, <laughs> we know your type. But, but needless to say, my wife, my, 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 my dad did not, he did not come back. We prayed, but he did not come back. So we left. And I'm sure the doctor said, ah, you see? Told you. Amen. But a few years later, I said a few years later, uh-huh, another doctor said, your boy is dead. And then the mother said, my pastor said, all shall be well. So my son cannot be dead. Then the doctor checked the boy. When he checked all the life indicators, the boy was dead. He's covered with a cloth. They've called people to come for the body and take it to the mortuary. He said, the boy is dead. He's been dead for some time. Please, you were there. Yeah. And the woman said, my pastor said, all shall be well. My son cannot be dead. And when the mortuary man came, he met a mother arguing with a doctor. That the doctor says the boy is dead. The mother says he cannot be dead because my pastor said all shall be well. When the mortuary man came, he said, What is the problem? Is this not the person we are carrying away? He said, This is about. I said, Ah, but he's alive. Yes, he's alive. Because my story. In spite of the fact that my mother died and didn't come back. My father died and didn't come back. And though I'm a pastor and I prayed for all of them. That experience can teach me that nobody will ever come back. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That is what experience will teach me. And history will teach me that look, when somebody is dead and then you come to pray over that person, you you have to be careful. Because from experience and from history... You see that it has not happened before. But that is when you must say that my story, my story, my story, my story, my story is going to be different. Lift up your hand and shout. My story will be different. The lady brought the boy. Just like how I'm bringing this gentleman. He brought the boy like this. I have a testimony. This is my boy. He was dead. Declared dead in a hospital. 
today he's alive. My testimony is my pastor said, all shall be well. He brought to the church. I've come here to tell you that your story, it will be different. It will be different. Yeah. That's why I'm telling you that history can teach you some things. Experience can teach you some things. But that cannot sign, it cannot seal your faith. Amen. Therefore, Sarah laughed. Even Sarah said, ah, but the way it is, uh, even Abraham, these days, he's asleep. He's always sleeping. Uh, he's always sleeping. Well, for three and a half years, he's been sleeping like a log. And so he doesn't, I don't believe that he can do anything. Huh? And as I'm watching, well, should I have pleasure? And my Lord, being also old. <laughs> Verse 13. And the Lord said unto Abraham. You see? It looks like God still speaks to people. I, I'm, I'm not sure of this Christianity where it's only a prophet who hears God speaking. I, I'm, I'm not sure of that Christianity. I'm, I'm not sure of it. That except you're a prophet, the Holy Spirit can't influence and talk to you. I, I don't know of that Christianity. The Christianity that I know, God can talk to you. God can talk to you. God can talk to you. And may he talk to you. So the Lord said unto Abraham, so God heard Sarah in the tent and he reported Sarah to Abraham that look at what Sarah is saying. Wherefore does Sarah would laugh saying, shall I have of a surety bear a child which I'm old. Then he told Abraham exactly what the wife said. Go to the next verse. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? That's what God was asking. At the time appointed, I'll return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. Verse 15. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not. For she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. Amen. Hey. Your story is about to change. What history is telling you, what your experience is telling you, God is also saying something. And will you listen to history? Will you listen to your experience? Will you listen to your circumstance? Or will you listen to what God is saying? God is telling you and he's asking you today, is anything too hard for me? Is anything too hard for me? Is anything too hard for me? 
One day, one of my church members came that he went to hospital. They said he has something called extended diaphragm. I, I don't know what it is. Is Dr. Bright around? Dr. Bright is not around. You know, something called extended diaphragm. I don't know what it is. And it's a life-threatening condition. And they had given this church member so many things to take. You know, to, 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 to help her. And she was afraid. This gifty from Doblogono I'm talking about. The, the person is called gifty from Doblogono. He's still alive. You know. So, I prayed with her and said, be healed in the name of Jesus. When she went for her next checkup, he said, ah, the extended diaphragm is, is not there. You, you don't need the medication. Ah, but we've never seen such a thing go so quickly. What have you been doing? He said, my pastor prayed for me. The doctor, <laughs> you know doctors, they are very skeptical about. You see, doctors, they know what can happen to their body. So they are not very into these are things. So the, 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 pastor, the, the, the doctor just laughed in the way. He said, you know what? You go and come for another checkup. So she went and came for another checkup. Still the same. And he said, hey, what did you say happened? I said, oh, my pastor prayed, prayed for me. He said, I, I want to see that pastor. I want to, you see what? Just go back, come again. Until today. The condition is gone. Till today, the condition is gone. Experience has taught the doctor that either you die or you take all these medications and perchance. That's experience. And that is also history. Historically, these conditions, you die or you use this medication. But... God is asking you, is anything too hard for me? And if nothing is too hard for me, then I'm about to change your story. I'm about to change your experience. I'm about to change your history. I'm about to change what you thought was going to happen. History is about to change. Hallelujah. Is anything too hard for me? God is asking you, is anything too hard for me? Things are going to change. I said things are going to change. Today I'm talking about the fact that your faith, eh, your faith is your attitude. Your faith, your faith is your attitude. Yeah. You see, why am I preaching on faith? You see, I'm preaching because I want the hand of God to miraculously move in your life. That, that's why I'm preaching about faith. Faith is the key that unlocks the arm of God to move on our behalf. And I'm teaching you to have the right attitude towards God so that God can also move on your behalf. Faith is your attitude. 
Now, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, the Bible says, don't go there. It says that what? Now, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You see, for your destiny to change, you must have faith that God is there, number one. God is a prayer answering God. God is somebody who answers your faith. Somebody sick here, be healed right now. Be healed right now. Be healed right now. Whilst I'm still preaching, be healed. You know, your attitude. When we look at your attitude, we know what you believe. Amen. In the first service, I was telling them that I believe in healing is something that I believe oh yeah I believe in miracles amen see all the testimonies you hear they, they happened here yeah but that's what I believe so I don't need to tell you that I believe in healing when you hear the testimonies you know that I believe in healing You were there on Friday in the meeting when people got healed. Instantly. Yeah. You were also there. Yeah. Soon you will hear those ones as well. Amen. Yeah. Because I believe in healing. And you see, I don't need to even tell you. You see, it's because I'm preaching. But you see, when, when, when you look at what I do, you can see that I believe in healing. Yes. You, you see that I believe in miracles. I believe in financial miracles. Yes, it's something I believe. It's something I believe happens. May it happen to you in Jesus' name. I said, may it happen to you. May it happen to you. May it happen to you. One day I said, receive financial miracles. One of my members met somebody. The person asked, do you need money? He said, oh, what are you saying? He said, oh, no, be serious. Do you need money? I said, why not? He opened his glove compartment. 50 notes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He said, take. Go and eat it free. Yeah. Because I believe in such things. Amen. W, do you remember? You told me notification came to your phone. Money notification. You were wondering whether it was a scam. Because in the service, we had said what? We had said that you receive a notification. And it came. And you see, what I'm trying to show is that that's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I believe in financial miracles. To the extent that one day I was using this brother as an example. I'm telling you that your attitude towards faith is what? Your attitude. Uh-huh. Faith is what? Uh-huh. Faith is what? Uh-huh. That's why when you come to church, 
and you are whatsapping at the back instead of having faith in what is happening and you are rather whatsapping you are killing your own miracle somebody says they even play games at the back on their phones oh one day I was in a service two girls we are in a service so they are checking catalog for clothes in the service <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with that but you are going to have a big problem amen hey I'm saying faith is what your attitude and I'm saying that I believe in what financial miracles and I remember one day I was using Stanley as an example I said, I prayed for somebody. I held the jacket like that. And I said, be released or be delivered from financial difficulty. The person was owing thousands of Ghana cities. This was a Wednesday. By the following Tuesday, his debt of over thousands of cities had been cancelled. By the following. So, I was using this man sitting here as an example. I'm not prophesying to him. I'm not talking to him. I'm not giving him hope of anything. I'm just preaching my preaching and I'm just using it for example. Not knowing as I was using for example, I didn't say you, Stanley. But when I said, so he had financial problems. And then he would say, oh, I receive it. Then I, said, I said, be delivered. So I told the guy that, the guy I'm preaching about, that I told him be delivered from financial difficulties. Then this man said, I receive it. I said, no, not you. I mean the man I told I said, no, no, no. You are talking about a man, but me, I'm receiving it. He said, but me, I'm receiving it. You may be preaching your preaching. You may be talking about whatever you are talking about. But as for me, whatever you say, that is an example. Me, I'm receiving it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm showing you that faith is your attitude. And as I was preaching, I didn't know that he was also owing. So this was Sunday. He said, I receive it. I said, not you. He said, no, no. I, I receive it. Faith is your attitude. Sunday passed. Monday. Tuesday. Ah, uh-huh, you cry, you are owing me. Oh, Charlie, don't, don't worry. It's, you know, that's what I don't do. Like Tuesday. Did you have to beg? The person just said, oh, don't worry, it's okay. And the thing is that he's just an example. But he had a good attitude towards the example to the extent that in 48 hours, his own debt was cancelled. Yeah. And that's why I'm telling you that faith, eh, is your attitude. So when I tell you that I believe in financial miracles, you see, I don't need to go far. I can explain, I've explained to you right here, in the church here. There are even, there are even some I, I believe I've forgotten, but this is just a few. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you have the right attitude, things happen to you. You know, we are about to have a convention, miracle wave convention. You see, Bishop, what 
what convention do you I said we want miracles do you want miracles how many want yeah so I didn't ask for teaching convention I didn't ask for whatever I said we want miracle wave convention yes so Bishop Intefo is coming amen are you here am I talking to somebody am I helping somebody here if I'm helping you give me a wave give me a wave if I'm helping you hallelujah your attitude when you come to church and we are praying what's your attitude when you come to church and worship is going on what's your attitude Somebody say, I'm changing. When you come to meet opening prayer, take it serious. Because it shows your faith. It shows your faith. Amen. Yeah. When you come and worship is going on, it shows your faith. Are you here with me? Yeah. is the worship dry you think he's the leader it's you one day I, I went for a wedding in another church big church and the time I got there I had to sit at the back then they, we, we were there on time and all that so worship started as the worship started and I was sitting at the back because usually by virtue of my position I always sit in front but on this occasion I had to sit at the back and I noticed that the whole back it looked dead no presence nothing and I'm, I'm not used to that environment I, I'm not used to that environment you see because you see when I enter I can feel what is happening here I feel the spirit of preachers I feel the spirit in the in the uh, auditorium and then all those things so as I was at the back there it's like something is not right here and I looked around when I looked around I saw that the powerful worship that was happening at the front those at the back they were not concerned about it so I said ah well as for me I'm going to worship so then I started my worship I will worship you forever oh Charlie the presence of God is here. It's because these people are not singing. That's why the Lord is not coming to the back here. Because there's a bad attitude. There's a bad attitude. And God can see. And God doesn't, God doesn't come to where there's a bad attitude. He comes to where there's a good attitude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That is why when you are at the back, you must be serious. Otherwise, you will think that because normally what happens when you are at the back, you sit at the back because if you are at the front and you are on your phone, you can easily be seen. But if you are at the back and you are on your phone, you will not easily be seen. But what you don't also know is that it also means a bad attitude towards God. So God is not likely to bless you there also. Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. That's why when you come to church, learn to put your phone somewhere. So that you can be blessed by God. 
It's not about us. It's not about us. You see, in the first service, I told them something. And let me tell you. I told them that a true man of God, eh, he doesn't need, to, he doesn't need you to confirm that he's powerful. Hello? A true man of God. Like Bishop in Tefel. When he comes here and he goes, there's a, oh, he's not a man. No, 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 no. It's not possible. He doesn't need us to confirm that he's a powerful man of God. But rather what happens is that we've rather lost an opportunity to be blessed. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Yeah. Most men of God, they are very anointed. Yeah. And the evidence is there. There's a long list. Me as, I, as I'm there, the, there's a long list of documented healings and miracles. I don't, and I don't, I've even lost, I don't know how many, are on, but they are all documented and they are all there. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's not like I'm not coming to show you that I'm powerful. No, at all. At all. <laughs> Amen. At all. That's one thing you need to understand. So when you come and for example, there's worship going on. And then when you look at the person, you don't like the person standing there. And therefore you will not worship. You've made a mistake. Why have you made a mistake? Because God is looking for worship from you. He, he's not looking. He's, he, he wants, you see, we do these things. We put a leader there for order. Hey, please, Mama Jay, and then. You see here, the worship team is a business between husband and wife. So, so as we've come to worship. Hello. And then, uh -huh, Mama Jay, give us your song. Hello, hello. Uh -huh, you to give your song. Casting We are worshiping. Lifting hands, bowing down. It's what we've come to do. Adonai, Adonai, Adonai. You Can you see the confusion? Can you see the confusion? Okay, thank you. The keyboard is also doing its own. So, I'm just trying to show you something. A worship leader is put here for order. But he's put there for order so that you can worship God. Hallelujah. Singers, I don't think we will call them when that we are really singing. No, but when it comes to worship, we, we make and you see that when he's there, he's there to he will write the song and then he will lead the song for order so that we can worship the Lord.
So one day, Benny Hinn, he picked one of Don Wayne's songs. He said, that's an anointed song. Play it again. You see, when Benny Hinn picks one of the songs, and then they play it over. Hello. Hello. Then the presence of God comes. Because... Benny Hinn has allowed Don Wayne to lead him into worship. He doesn't say, oh, you, you, uh, what? you are worshiping me. Look, look at me. Me, I'm an anointed uh, whatever. And you know, when I come, the Holy Spirit comes by. Who are you? No. no. But he allows Don Wayne to lead him into worship. So as he allows Don Wayne to lead him into worship, then when he worships, then the Holy Spirit comes. Yeah. 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 Your faith is your attitude. Sometimes you forget that as we are worshiping, we are praising, and we are praying. Sometimes you forget that we are doing it to God, not to men. But I want you to remember. Hallelujah. I want you to what? Your faith is what? Your attitude. So we don't need you to tell us, do you have faith? No. We just watch you, how you behave. It shows what you believe. I was in one meeting. Then I asked some. I think it was one of your meetings. Why is that when you sing, nobody gets healed? That's the question we asked. And you see, it's about attitude. You see, the Bible says desire spiritual gifts. It is true that God gives gifts as he wills. But the Bible also says that what? Desire spiritual gifts? Are you there? Who are those who receive? Attitude. Who are those who receive attitude? Sometimes you come to church, you meet a preacher. You, you, you don't like his style. But somewhere, somehow, God has placed your breakthrough in this pastor whose style you don't like. Somebody say, yeah. There are some testimonies I used to hear a lot. When they come, I've been healed of this, 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 that, that, that. How did it happen? Hmm. I came to see the pastor for prayers. When I came, then he said, be healed. And he said, amen. Then I said, ah. The, what kind of prayer is, why is the too short? So, I left I left very angry because I felt like the man of God did not pray for me. But as I left, I realized that I'm healed. Many testimonies like that. Many testimonies like that. And you see, time will not permit me to go into those things. But there are various operations of the Spirit. There are various of them. Amen. You see, but you have to realize that it's not every person that will come somersaulting. And God does not minister to you based on your formula. In my formula, aha, uh -huh, what is happening here? Uh, I have a certain whatever. Okay, uh, bring me some oil. Bring me some oil. And then let me have a mantle. Bring me the oil. Is that oil, the oil bottle, just a bottle for the sake of time. 
And then can I have a mantle? Today. Shabaya Kaba. Father. Ah. 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 Somebody glory. 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 You see? So it's almost as though if we don't get to this point, it's as though God is not working. But those who have been here for some time, you agree with me that if that is how God works, then there shouldn't be a single testimony in this church by now. If, if that is the only way God works, all the testimony, none of them should have happened. Because I'm not pouring oil. I've not brought it in Receive it! They say, hey, the, 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 the man is loaded. You see, let me tell you something. Those things are very real. But what I'm trying to tell you is that it's not always God works that way. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell. Those, those things are real. Yeah. Ah, you've, you've been with me as I've gone for conventions. You've been with me. Oh, have we not been? It's like all over the place. They are lying all over the place. They are lying all over the place. You've also been with me some of the places. They, oh, they are all over the place. I was in a meeting on Friday. You should have come to see. But what I'm trying to show you is that that is not the only way God works. So when you come to church and maybe the pastor is just ministering coolly, your responsibility is to have a good attitude because there's still a miracle there. There's still a miracle there. Are you learning something? I never, I never say that. Ah, today when I came to church, they said, Bishop, there's a testimony. Uh, Bishop, there's another testimony. Bishop, they just come and they keep telling me there are testimonies. Hallelujah. So understand this, that when you come to church, it's God that heals. It's God that blesses. It's God that brings breakthroughs. But how he will bring the breakthrough, let it be up to him. I know the breakthrough will come from him. And it will come to me. Whether it will come by me somersaulting, whether it will come by baptizing me in olive oil, anointing oil, however it comes is not the problem. What I know is that it will come. Yeah. I hope I'm helping some people today. And the moment the devil tries to deceive you that nothing is happening, just remember this, that if that is how God works, you see that pastor there, he should not have a single miracle. Yeah. That's it. There are a lot of things Bishop Dad cannot have. Yeah. There are a lot of things he cannot have. Because anointing manifests in so many ways. Yeah. 
And one of the things you discover is that, you see, hey, it's not easy to call somebody forward to pray for the person to be healed. Now, you, you ask the pastors. Yeah, just come and then, priest, let's call a few people. It's not that simple. It takes a lot of faith. Uh-huh. Even sometimes, eh, let me tell you this. Let me tell you a secret. Can I tell you a secret? You see that when I come, I say, what is it? Maybe I have a heart. What is it? Close your eyes. Jehovah, in the name of Yeshua, Hamashiach. You see, even when you listen to the prayer, you believe that you are healed. <laughs> do, do you understand what I'm saying? The, the way the prayer is coming. Eh? The way the prayer is coming. But what is it, matter? Be healed in Jesus' name. Ah. Is that all? But that is faith. Faith actually makes things easy. I said faith actually makes things easy. How many are going to have a good attitude from today? Yeah. You see, the, 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 the fire of the Holy Spirit is moving in our midst. There's healing power in our midst. There is miracle working power in our midst. But what is happening is, What's your attitude in this environment? What's the attitude? What's the attitude? That is all that it is. I'm teaching you today that from today, have a good attitude. When you come to church and we are praying, just maybe one day when you come and the short man is preaching, those are, ah, who is this short man they brought us? Normally they bring us tall men. Why have they brought a short man? No. Have faith. It's God that is working in the man. One of the wonders in the UD that I believe we have is Bishop Steve Asari. I'm taller than Bishop Steve Asari. Yes. But go and see the churches. And you, you see, when you look at the man, the only conclusion you can come to is that he's anointed. That's the only conclusion. His colleagues look at him and say, Bishop Steve, he's anointed. Bishop Ogo looks at Bishop and says, you are a senior man. Because the man is anointed. It's the anointing that does the work, not the height. You see, it's the anointing that does the work, not the screaming. Yes. It's the anointing that does the work, not the whispering. You see, some of the things, you see that we have anointed men of God who do not sing. Somebody has to sing for them. And there's no problem with that. That is how God has made them. And then we have those who can sing. There's no problem with that. That's how God has made them. But ultimately, what does the work is the anointing. And what you need to do is to have a good attitude towards the anointing so that you can be blessed. This is the whole thing. This is the whole thing. Have you learned something today? 
Have you learned something today? Look, I want to tell you that miracles are waiting to happen to you. I said miracles are waiting to happen to you. If you are sick, healing is waiting to happen to you. Breakthroughs are waiting to happen to you. And I'm just preparing you to have a good attitude so that things can start happening to you. I'm telling you. That's why we are studying faith. So Sarah got a child. Got a beautiful child. Amen. My last story and then I'm closing. Many years ago, I, I like this. I used to be an asthmatic. Many years ago. Many, many years ago. I was an asthmatic. Yeah. Asthma is that you hear somebody when they are breathing. <laughs> yeah, those guys. I was one of them. Then one day, an American prophetess came to town. When she came, she was wearing something white. He said, I'm praying for the sick. I said, I need healing. I didn't say, oh, he's a woman. No. I said, I need healing. He's praying for the sick. I'm going. What was she doing? Stand up. Ah, when they are in line, so raise your hands. Everybody raise your hands in the name of Jesus. You know that then you'll come in the name of Jesus. But then you go, you just tap it. They don't do that and they walked away. So when I came, and I, in the name of Jesus, amen, I said, amen. But I noticed, after the tapping of my hands, one week passed, no asthma. Two weeks passed, no asthma. Three weeks passed, no asthma. One month passed, no asthma. Six months passed, no asthma. One year passed, no asthma. Till today, no asthma. is happening there. Then he too will also notice that it's also gone. The operations are different. But the result is the same. The operations are different but the result is the same. Yeah. And because God doesn't work in one way, that's why you must be careful so that you don't miss it. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll miss it. You see, when you are an intimidated man of God or an insecure man of God, that is when in every service you expect things to happen in a particular way. Because when they happen in a certain way, it doesn't make you look powerful. But when they happen in another way, it makes you look powerful and anointed. That is why after some time, now when we say look back at the things, and now that you, can, you can now put it together. And say, ah, okay. But if it happens another way, by the time we finish now, oh, you're powerful. And that is why many of you, sometimes you say there's no power in the church. Because when you came to this church, you had a wrong attitude. Yeah. Prophet Kenneth Hagen 
Somebody met him at the shopping mall. He said, prophesy to me. He said, look, as I'm here, I'm shopping. I'm not in the spirit. I will not prophesy to you. Amen. Okay? It's somebody's faith building. Because your life is going to be transformed. I said your life is going to change. I said your life is going to change. We are on a journey to transform our lives. And we should see that by 2022 or in 2022, we should see that our lives are different. Our lives are different. Our lives are different. In October, may you see a sign. May you see a signal that things are about to change. By November, may you see that things have started to change. By 2021, begin to walk in your change. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Somebody say, my life is changing. My story is changing. I'm going to have a good attitude. And therefore, I know that my story will change. Give the Lord a shout. Sit down. How did I start praying for the sick? Now, those of you who know me, you know that I'm very casual about praying for the sick. I don't need a convention to pray for the sick. No. Why? Because there was a time I used to pray. I said, Lord, I need the gift of healing. Give me the gift of healing. Give me the gift of miracles. Give me the gift of healing. It's something I used to pray about. Gift of miracles. Gift of healing. And you see, there was a time, not that I didn't have healings, not that I didn't have miracles, but when I prayed for the gift, I noticed that now healing had become easy. It had become easy. My story in the healing ministry changed. But I said, Lord, I need this gift. Yeah. I need this gift. Give it to me. And some of you, when you get home, you need to pray, Lord, look at my family. Look at how things are. Something has to change. I said, something has to change. And things will start changing. Stand to your feet, our time is up. Somebody thank God for your miracles. Thank God. Thank God for your miracles. Thank God for healing. Thank God for your miracle. Thank God for your breakthrough. Conditions be healed in this place. People with eye conditions. Sicknesses that have to do with the eye be healed in the name of Jesus. 
every sickness has to do with the eye. I don't know the names of those sicknesses, glaucoma, whatever. All such be healed in the name of yes. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Touch eyes. In the name of Jesus. Cataracts. Yes. Be touched. Yes. And be healed. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father Lord, I pray for financial deliverance. Deliver your children from financial difficulty. Deliver them from debt. Deliver them from owing people. In the name of Jesus. May debts be cancelled. Jesus name. May debts be forgiven. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for financial freedom. Yes. Lord, I pray. May every school fees be paid. In Jesus name. Oh God. Let it be well with your children. Amen. Lord, bless them. Yes. Heal them. In the name of Jesus. Bless them. Yes. Give them miracles. In Jesus' name. May your hand be with them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you. Thank you. With every head bowed, every eye closed. You may be here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you're here like that, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you before we go. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you should die today, you don't know where you'll be going. If you're here like that, lift up your right hand and uh, I'm going to pray with you. Now, if you've lifted up your right hand, come to the front here. With holding nothing, Withholding nothing Withholding nothing Withholding nothing I surrender all to Everything Lord I give to you Oh, withholding Withholding Oh, withholding Withholding Now those of you at the front I want you to pray this prayer after me I want to say, Lord Jesus Close your eyes Say, Lord Jesus Lord Jesus I thank you for today Today I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Please write my name in the book of life. I don't want to go to hell. I want to be in heaven. I want to serve you. And I want to serve you with a good attitude. So help me God. In Jesus name. Amen. Right, you see this brother over there, he'll talk to you and then you'll come back. Okay, beautiful. So, all of you go with him. 
Now take your communion. Take your communion. And just like how the breakthroughs of Abraham and uh, just like how the breakthroughs of Abraham and Sarah cannot be explained. You too, may your breakthroughs be like that. Anything that has held you captive, anything that has disturbed you, we break it in the name of Jesus. Because the body of Jesus was broken because of that. And as we take communion today, may you be blessed and may you be free. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. You may take it. May the blood of Jesus wash away any bad attitude. May the blood of Jesus wash away any bad attitude. Anything that has robbed me of a miracle, may the blood of Jesus wash it away. And may the blood of Jesus prepare me for my miracle and for your miracle. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name. Bless us. May we see the transformation of our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you, and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.